Odds Deprogram, the podcast where we try to get you into an artist. And sometimes we may have been gargling glass. This is the third time since the call started that I've that I've I've said this about Randy. But uh, today we're talking about Eddie Vedder, and uh, this man that we are we will be talking about today has done this to your voice, Randy. So I I I, I hate to go to you first, but you're you're the one responsible here. So. Uh, as, as best as you can in your current condition, Eddie Vedder, talk to me about it. Obviously this is a whole Pearl Jam group that's going to be here. And for people that have heard my episode, so it's before I've, I'm pretty loud and I'm pretty, you know, emphatic with stuff. And today is just not going to be that day because I've had two, two Pearl Jam shows that I've had to see in the last week and I'm ready for four more, right? Yeah. This is me preparing for four more talking on more podcasts. (laughs) So, um, I wanted to pick Eddie's solo stuff because I feel like it's so much more different than, than Pearl Jam. And I didn't like, at first it was just like, an opportunity to say, Oh, let's do Eddie Vedder. And then when we talked about it on after the fact last time when we did met at work and Fredo was like, wait, Pearl Jam has like non depressing music. Like, yeah, a little bit, but really when it's Ed's solo stuff, that's where he gets like more, most of his, like the happiest music out. Like, you know, the ukulele songs, there's some sad songs and ukulele songs too, but like he, takes a different approach when he's writing for himself than when he's writing for Pearl Jam. It seems like when he's writing for Pearl Jam, it's writing with a purpose and like, you know, he goes a little bit more political, a little bit more sociopolitical. Um, he gets into kind of deeper topics. Um, and yeah, those topics can be a little bit, you want to call them depressing, a little bit more darker. Sure. And I, you know, not like there aren't dark, dark topics, uh, with a solo stuff, but mostly it's kept pretty lighthearted. So I wanted to kind of dig into that side of Eddie and show that. And there are a lot of people out there that seem to like his solo stuff more than than Pearl Jam stuff, which which is just very confusing to me. But it, nonetheless, it is very very good. So uh, excited to somewhat talk about it today. This is the shortest Randy has ever gone. Take notes, fellas. <laughs> So uh, uh, up next, th- so I could this could go two ways. We're gonna go with John because I believe Eddie came up on like an after the fact or something. So John, Eddie Vetter. I mean, I f- I feel like it's semi self explanatory, but uh, why'd you have to be here today for this? Yeah, um, it's uh, Rand- Randy's right. It is different than than what Pearl Jam. I think it it does appeal to a little bit of a, of a different audience. You know, Pearl Jam is more, um, uh, more of a, they, they're, they're an established brand, right? You know, people, you remember them from the nineties when they were the biggest band in the world and they've kind of done a, a hard thing, which is they've aged gracefully, which is very hard to do in rock and roll. If you look at your, your Rolling Stones and some of the, the eighties and nineties bands that go around and tour and try to recapture, you know, recapture their youth. Pearl Jam has not done that. They've managed to kind of turn into the, the elder statesman that, that Eddie, I think has always wanted to be. And I think his, his solo stuff, he really gets a chance to kind of wear his influences on his sleeve a little more, um, and kind of be the, the Springsteen, Tom Petty, uh, Bob Dylan, Neil Young, 
that he is, that he's always wanted to be, and now that he's you know going to be hitting sixty in a couple of years, he's uh, he's getting into that into that category. So um, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be different. Like it's the the music is definitely different. Each album uh, kind of has its own distinct sound. So I'm I'm curious to see how it all plays out and what kind of list we we put together of all of the kind of conglomeration of the different uh, different sounds that he's come up with. So up next, I think, and, and Randy didn't mention this, but I do think part of us doing this was because he wanted to do an episode with you, Brandon. So Brandon, I... This is I'm, very I'm, true. I'm glad <laughs> nothing's will come at some point, but yes, this is very true. <laughs> so like, I, I'm putting that out there, but um, also I, I feel like, again, the, it's kind of, we don't have to explain kind of, it's kind of self-explanatory, but... Uh, Eddie Vedder, why are you here today, Brandon? Damn it. I was recruited. Yes. I got called up from the uh, bullpen. They said, Brandon, we're talking to Eddie, so you got to come on out. And so, okay, stretched out and uh, got warmed up and uh, took my PEDs. I mean, uh, my uh, the Gatorade. Yeah, that's it. And uh, came out and I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to I'm ready to play. We get orange slices afterwards for you. Woohoo! As long as I get one, uh, Curtis. I believe I, I believe it was a, a similar situation where they kind of uh, get get old righty out. Uh, I mean, again, kind of self explanatory. But Eddie Vetter, why are you here? Um, to get the starter is going to do seven here, <laughs> and I can just be the eighth inning guy before the closer comes in to throw smoke. If I'm the least important person here are the five. Um, and I just got to kind of lay out a little bit. Nonsense. Nonsense. Not short like that. <laughs> how, how dare you? Um, I uh, am glad to participate. Um, I think we'll be talking a lot about um, maybe not necessarily these songs like in a vacuum, but how they're kind of um, a window into Ed's songwriting process and like maybe what could and couldn't be a Pearl Jam song or maybe is both. Mm -hmm. And like uh, John touched on how each of these albums is really its own totally unique vibe. And um, maybe we'll talk about how some of these ideas are more complete than others. (laughs) (laughs) So I, w- I want to touch on something you said there, Curtis, like the the idea that because coming into this, it's Eddie Vedder. So obviously I'm going to lean Pearl Jam, you know, like that's going to be when you hit play, that's going to be what not necessarily you expect. But so like that's what I'm trying to disprove and listening to this, I guess. Um, but in listening to it, you realize that there is plenty of songs that are gladly both like they they work perfectly as an eddie vetter song and if you add a couple different layers they would work great as a pearl jam song so getting that in mind and again feel free to be brief randy uh putting your 20 together for this how hard was it not just not um i knew i knew these front to back i I had to kind of go through some of the flag day soundtrack stuff. Cause I really didn't listen to that much. 
and I had to go through the ukulele album once or twice. And I, I really kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do. There were some that I cut that I was like, you know what? I was, that was a little tough, but you know, the way that I kind of wanted some, some things to be evened out because if I would have picked more than that on the other, I would have felt a little bad for, for a certain representation. So, um, it was not hard. Um, I think the one thing that I tried to keep in mind was less of, I tried to think less of what could be a Pearl Jam song in some aspects and more of like what defines just Eddie as a songwriter and Eddie as an artist himself. There we go. John, what were you thinking putting your 20 together? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of the same stuff because, um, I, I am really familiar with, with all of this, um, just from being kind of in the universe for, a for a little while. Um, so I definitely had my favorites, like there were probably 10 or 12 that like, Oh, no brainer. Like, obviously that's, uh, that's one of my, one of my favorite songs, uh, that he does. So, uh, then that was just uh you know digging through the new one which uh when it first came out i, I really didn't give a lot of listens to it kind of listened to it a couple of times and kind of put it aside uh so it's a matter of uh revisiting that and uh and picking and choosing brandon uh i went into this trying to play the game more because uh my previous appearances i'm not good at that aspect of uh this podcast so I went for Eddie's full-on sort of pop uh, uh, angle here because that's that's something that he brings to Pearl Jam is he has a definite sort of um, pop angle that he approaches the band with. And then uh, with his solo stuff, he doesn't have the rest of the band to to cut that with. And so you get a very different side of what he brings to the table without everybody else diluting him. Uh, so I, I tried to get the most probably representative songs of s- stuff that might sound good with the rest of the band. Because I think if you like Pearl Jam and you get into Eddie solo stuff, there can be a lot of stuff that's kind of like, eee! And kind of uh, make you wince a little bit, but uh, the, the the stuff that I'm kind of looking at is the stuff that's more sort of universal, I think, in their appeal. There we go, uh, Curtis. Um, the this playlist is a very easy listen. Um, I think you can consume all of this stuff like pretty easily, and even like someone who's real reticent to see that Pearl Jam sound branch out into some different ideas that Ed has here. Um, I, I, I don't think it's all that weird um, as far as putting it together. I mean, I probably had uh, 12 to 15 without even looking at it. <laughs> or I could have, I guess. Um, I wanted to kind of come in fresh, listen to it all. The two most recent albums, like, are, I mean, it's, half the stuff is recent COVID, COVID era, so it's maybe a little fresher, but not as uh, deep in my mind, or like a deep relationship with it, so some of it, it's, you know, the fourth and fifth listens to it that I've ever had. Um, I think I'd be, 
did okay trying to offer some variety, but um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see that how this all kind of plays out. <laughs> so I, I, I was I tried to do like a little bit of a balancing act, and then I realized as I was combing through because I got twenty, I poked twenty three through after my first listen. So there's only three cuts that needed to be made. And uh, I found one album r- relatively easy to cut from, and that those that's where the cuts came from. So I'm I'm front heavy, I'm back heavy. If uh, if you dig what I'm saying, um, yes. <laughs> all right, so um, let's figure this out because there's five of us. There's not a lot of music, so th- it could be disaster or it could be. It could be uh, deprogrammed history. How many do you think, uh, for the final say, Randy, how many do you think we'll get through unanimously? First, I just want to give a shout out to a song that was not on Spotify. That may be one of my ed- favorite Ed solo songs out there. It was on the Twin Peaks soundtrack, and it's called Out of Sand. And I'm very, very disappointed I could not make this list because I'd be fighting for that for a top 10 because it's just a terrific song with a lot of influence from John Lennon. I'm going to go on a more optimistic side. I'm going to say five. Very interesting. Some of them are just just easy. They're just kind of, you draw to them. They're easy ones. Mm. Wild card me, though. All right, John? It's true. Uh, I'm gonna go eight. I think this is wow. gonna be, uh, I think this is gonna be a breeze. Oh, okay. Brandon. Did we lose him? Doing the numbers. Brandon. He's crunching numbers, crunching numbers. We had to go mm. deal with this. Oh, oops, sorry. Oh, crap. Oh, damn it. I'm leaving that in. my voice back. I'm going along with, uh, with John. I think there's, it's, there's some obvious ones, and I, I think uh, I'm thinking seven. Seven, all right. And Curtis? Um, I'm... <laughs> Five people's a lot, man. Yeah. Um, I think four would be really, really good. Yeah. All right. I'll be the ass. I'll go two. <laughs> I mean, there's not very many other numbers to take anyway, guys. So That's true. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick pause, and we're going to come back, and we're going to play the game with Eddie Vedder songs. You know, that's a local H song, too. So uh, we'll be right back. It's the program. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app for all ability levels. Full gym, no gym, no problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track. And all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for deprogram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed. And join the hustle today. With that, we totally sh- we, sorry, sorry, we totally should have included songs about Eddie Vedder in the playlist. <laughs> yeah, right. If I was Eddie Vedder, there's, there's like a Eddie couple Vedder? more too. <laughs> yeah, what that dog? Yeah, Ben Lee has a new one too. 
I'm oh, definitely right. reading all yeah. this in too because lazy, but also because. <laughs> With that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The five of us have combed through Eddie Vedder's uh, solo discography and plucked out 20 songs they are now going to mash together in an attempt to create a top 10 circuit for you, in case you have never listened to Eddie Vedder's solo work. And I think, for me, um, I gotta look at the order. I'm gonna go, look, man, I hate to be that guy, the me of the group, but, uh, Track one, uh, album one, is always a great tone. Whenever it's set well, I'm going set and forth. Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 That's everybody. Okay. Yay. I never got five on a deep program that wasn't a championship edition before. This is This is new territory. So this is great because this is a song where you listen to it and you're like, okay, this could could be Pearl Jam, but there is a subtle difference. So it's like if you add Pearl Jam to this, this works on that level. Without it, it works on this level. I like it. And and a minute and a half. That's great. It's great about all of those Into the Wild soundtrack songs. He needed to fit them to fit the actual uh, the, the score. Because that's what it was. So he, I think there was, a, what was it, Guided by Voices or something like that, that he went and he really did a, a hard job in like trying to uh, get um, influenced by them to try to write shorter songs. And that's what um, that's what that album ended up being, that, that movie ended up being. That makes and, a whole And lot Pearl of Jam has actually been known to do this song ever since, like, I think it was Matt Cameron a few years ago was like, hey guys, what, what about what about if we do Setting Forth? So they'll, though they've been known to break it out from time to time. Ah, see, there you go. And I believe Eddie plays all the instruments on the Into the Wild soundtrack too, so like, he's got, he's playing all the drums and everything like that too, so it's nothing too complicated for some of the songs, and you know, sometimes it's just him and the guitar, and it really sort of captures what he's capable of both as a an asset and as a um as a detriment too to like it's like well i can only do this much so that's 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 my peak there so i can't really go beyond it too much well there we go uh randy i'm gonna go a controversial pick for my first pick um you know, Justin, you probably had no idea, but um, there are a couple on the Into the Wild soundtrack that are covers, and I don't really see those as being covers because Ed made those pretty popular and famous. However, I'm taking a song that is technically not a cover, but it wasn't released on Eddie's album first. It was actually released as a Pearl Jam song first. I'm taking because if you did a Pearl Jam one, this would get lost in the shuffle. This is a very, it's an awesome song. It's a great song. And it was written by Eddie well before the Riot Act album came out. I'm taking Can't Keep. Yes. Hell yes. I got it. I don't have it on mine. I do have it. Four. That's four. That, uh, on a five, we we know that on a five, a four is really good. <laughs> All right. And John? All right, let's stick with uh, with Into the Wild. How about Rise? Yes. 
Yes. I don't have rise. No. Oh, three. Wow. John, Justin, and Curtis. All right, Brandon? Uh, I'm going with uh, my favorite and possibly the best track on Earthling, Try. Yes. I got it. Yes. Was that a yes from Curtis? No for me. Okay, so it's a four. It's a four. All right. Let me scroll on down. All right. Curtis? Um, how about on Into the Wild, The Wolf? No. I like everything off Into the Wild, so everything was a tough cut. Yes. I don't have it either. Oh, no. no. I was hoping somebody would save you there, Curtis, because I don't either. (laughs) Oh, man. A one in this format. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Yeah, it's very surprising. Come on. There we go. I will say that this record was hard to cut from. Really hard to cut from. Yeah. So. All right. Um, I don't have anything that's really jumping out at me here. Well, this could be anything but. So how about guaranteed? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, all right. Cool. All right, Justin, the one that isn't like the Pearl Jam aficionado has has the uh, unanimous for both of his picks. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. I was gonna say maybe it, maybe it just makes sense, you know. No emotional baggage there. Yeah, yeah. Just really pretty. All right. Randy? I'm going to play one from Earthlings. I think this is probably the most powerful song off the record. Um, Written about Chris Cornell, Brother of the Cloud. Yes. I have it. Yes. Yes. There we go. Ah, stop. My phone is like quick. I'm just scrolling. How dare you? That's a nice little... I didn't know that it was about Chris. Yeah. I really enjoyed Earthling a lot. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I was about to say, you already have two from Earthling on your list, John. I, I know you really don't like it. I don't, I don't have to tell you the truth. Let's just get into it. The dude who produced it um, is doing the next project, and Andrew Watt, and it's uh, uh, it's a little divisive. So um, people's opinions on this album maybe are a little bit colored by that, and I'm definitely included in that group. I think what I liked about it is by the time I get to Earthling, as I'm listening to all the, all of them, I want something that is a clear step away from Pearl Jam. And a lot of songs are a clear step away from Pearl Jam. So that's what I liked about it. Um, all right. Uh, John. 
All right, let's go to uh, ukulele songs. How about Satellite? Yes. I have it. No. Me neither. Trace. Three's good. Three's good. Shit. At this point, two might still be good. Randy, John, and Brandon. All right. Brandon? Um... Let's stay on ukulele songs and go longing to belong. Yes. Uh, I do not have that one. No. Nope. Ooh, two. There's a first two. Yep. All right, Curtis. Uh, it's um, kick off flag day. Who else has my father's daughter? You know, I considered it for a while, but no, I didn't take it. That was no. A, yeah, that was absolutely one of my last cuts. I, I have it, but I wasn't sure. It was like, ah, I don't know if it counts because it's most it's his daughter, it's his daughter. singing. I would say I would say it counts. It, it's written by him, and she does the vocals. It's like you know, Stone Stone Gossard counts for Pearl Jam, so she counts for Eddie. The I maybe I like the idea of this more than the total finished product. Um, like the idea of like creating a piece of art with my daughter and being able to put it in the world is like I think that'd be like the coolest thing in the world. So, um, maybe in a vacuum, I don't know. Um, I'm glad we talked about it. I gotta be honest, like the the strength of the idea alone almost got it in my twenty. So I mean you're not you're not off base. Uh to continue talking about baseball. Um let me go somewhere in the middle here. How about sleeping by myself? Yes. No. No, 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 no. I don't have it. No. Okay, so Chris it is a Pearl Jam song, Justin, and it's not a very good Pearl Jam song. Oh. <laughs> okay. So two? Two. It's it's yeah. alive but barely. It it might as well not be. All right, Randy. Dude, so we gotta go for a heavy hitter society. Yes. I got it. Yep. Yeah. Hey, there yeah. we go. Let's yeah, talk about this one later too. Society. One, two, three, four, five. What does that put us at? Our four? Four, yep. So we're on Curtis's four. I'm glad that I was wrong. Um, Hold on. Did I scroll past? I sure did. Society is one of the songs that I mentioned before that is, it wasn't written by Eddie. Oh. Um, Heart Son was Jerry Harmon. Forget whose society was. No, there's a bunch of stuff on ukulele songs too. That's not right. by it. Yeah. All right, John. All right. Um, let's go back to ukulele songs. Uh, true. No. No, I don't have it. Can't save you. Wow. Okay. Can't save you. I will say this though, as I've mentioned before, like I, I like to listen 
the whole playlist before we go on. And this came on and I was like, do I have this? And <laughs> no, I don't. Ukulele songs was hard for me. That and like a lot of other tracks on that album, it's the idea of something that I would probably like, but it's maybe not as fleshed out. I think what frustrated me, if I would, if I would have looked at the name of the record before I started listening to the playlist, <laughs> I think that would have saved me a little. Because what's like, with all these ukulele songs? Oh, I got to like the fifth song. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, something else, please. What I will say about that record is that I like it way more now than I did 10 years ago when it came out. And that's not saying much, but. (laughs) All right. Um, So your two was John. All right. Brandon? Randy mentioned it, so uh, let's go Hard Sun. Yes. I got it. Yes. Hey, there we go. Yeah. That's. There we are. We we got some more fives on something. That was the closing track when I saw him live. Yeah, that's pretty much his yellow lead better. We uh, uh, walked out of our wedding, my wife and I, to this song. Nice. You just left your wedding? You're like, screw this, man. We're out of here. <laughs> I'm off. We're just walking into the sun, you guys. It's a hard one. See ya. <laughs> Common law or nothing for me, mother... <laughs> All right, Curtis. Um, let's keep going. Uh, far behind. Absolutely. I got it. Yep. Yep. Hey, yeah, baby. baby. Who has six? Uh, nobody. Oh. <laughs> I think Brandon had score. seven, and I had eight. Yep. Well, you guys are live. All right, it's back around to me, huh? How about this? Rather be home. No. No. What was that? Rather, Rather be, be home. home. That's a flag day one, right? Yep. No. That's no. Okay. All right. I took a shot with that one. Uh, I like Glad Hansard as well. That earned me some points. All right, Randy. Curtis mentioned that Heart Sun is what he walked out of his wedding to. I'm going to mention a song that was used as a passage at my wedding, and that's Without You. I have it. I do not. No. Yes. Okay, so that's a three. three. Still alive. Still alive, but barely. We don't. We don't have any uke songs in the top ten yet, so we got to fight for at least one. <laughs> Two and three. All right, John. All right. Uh, how about uh, better days? Yeah, I have that. No. No, I don't have it. All right, it's a two. Not dead, but it might as well be at this point. 
Um, yeah, we have 11 without the twos. So that's Randy and John. All right, Brandon? Uh, Fallout today? Earthling? I do. I have that. I got it. No. No. All right. Three is not bad. All right, Curtis. Um, Invincible. Yes, I got it. I don't. I do. Oh, that's four. Yep, that's pretty strong for that one. All right. I never. I didn't like that one at first. I thought it was way too eighties. Then I listened to it more. I'm like, you know what? damn good song you know what's funny is again talking about song like listening right before i added it right before like i i came up to earthling i heard it i was like do i have this oh no i don't okay let me find room you should have to pay peter gabriel all the royalties for that one i mean yes that's like he owes a lot of people royalties from that record yeah yeah the including his father would it i'll ask the weird alex but what's the terminology they use where he would like do a genre in the style of an artist i don't know that he style parody yeah like i I think that's pretty much what he would refer to it as i was listening to liam lynch before we went on too he does that too where it's like he he parodies a style at uh much less a or instead of a a a song yeah if weird al was doing peter gabriel style post genesis like Style parody that'd be invincible. Listen to Waffle King. That's <laughs> there you go on Alapalooza. Um, all right, so where are we? Me, yeah, okay. Uh, well, I'll try this one. How about Broken Heart? No, 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 okay. All right, all right. Un, un, jeez, why won't my phone open? Phone's giving me all sorts of problems tonight. It's supposed to make things easier, and uh, wants to do whatever the hell it wants. Stop. Uh, where is it? Oh well, whatever. We're skipping it. Well, they just announced the new uh, iPhones. If that's what you got, and everybody always says that iPhones start crapping out when they announce new ones. Yeah, this is true. It is planned obsolescence. It's unfortunately true, and mine is like an eight, I think, because you know, I, I the fingerprint. I in, yeah, I. Enjoy, that's why I'm keeping my eight. I like the eight, and oh. it's it's frustrating that it's starting to crap out. I mean, it's about time. Yeah, I guess. But so what is what is the new one? Seventeen or something? Fourteen. Uh, fourteen. fourteen. I think it's fourteen. It was a good one. All right, uh, Randy. I'm gonna have to apologize to Curtis for potentially taking this before him. Um, there's something just romantic about you know falling in love with a baseball team from when you're you know a child, a young child. And going out there to games, and he's told many, many times about all of his Cub stories. You know, Ernie Banks and Jose Cardinal and everybody they used to wrote for back in the 70s. And then Ernie Banks told him, you should write a theme song for the fucking Cubs. And think of what's going through his mind when he does that. And not only that, but that becomes an anthem for them. 
And now since they won the World Series after all those years, was it 116 years or something like that, you know, he's able to finally just relax and never have to play the song again because, uh, but however, I think the idea of it is fantastic. I pick all the way. Yes, of course. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't either. No. Okay, I, I'll I'll do my little thing. I've talked about this on pods before. Game five of the 2016 World Series, Eddie Vedder sang the seventh inning stretch, and it was my 35th birthday. Mm. Um, it was like a moment that was like created just for me. And they played twice earlier that year. Um, some people on this call were at these shows too. Um, <laughs> and they played, Pearl Jam played the song four times, and I was lucky enough to see it three. Wow. And the it, it, romantic is the exact appropriate word. Exactly, exactly, Randy. Um, after they won in game seven, uh, after the Cubs won, they interviewed Ed and like whoever, I don't remember who interviewed him, but she had like a brilliant, brilliant question. It was, what would you say to yourself as a kid for staying faithful to this team all those years? And this like really, really, really made the song perfect to me. And he said, what would I say to my younger self? I'd say you were right. There we go. There we go. Love letter to baseball. A love letter yes. to the Cubbies. Uh, all right, John. Even though I hate the Cubs, <laughs> Mets fan. All right, right now, definitely hate the Cubs. Oh yeah, <laughs> down by four in the bottom of the eighth. What the fuck? Yeah. Why, why are we losing? A lot. Game one of the series. All these shit teams. Yep. Sorry, Curtis, but it's all right. Shit. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Won like fifty-eight games this year. Yeah. We're giving you 59. Yeah. yeah. All right, John. All right. I uh, can't believe this one hasn't been picked yet. Uh, no ceiling. Yes. Oh, now I feel bad because no. I don't have it either. Wow. Wow. See if we can fight for it. Yeah. Keep it live on three legs. Hey, <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. One, let's see. I got one, two, three, four. Yeah, I got six too. So, uh, Brandon, you're up. Um, I'm going to be sentimental in a completely different way and, uh, go with say hi. Oh, that's a nice pick. No, no, no. That's Eddie's best job of creating a song for a nice reason to the tune of Norwegian Wood. <laughs> oh, God, you ruined it for me. <laughs> come and say hi when I say Eli. I come and say hi. It was the first thing I thought when I heard that. Did you back him up on that one, Curtis? <laughs> I, I didn't pick it, no. Okay, so it's a one. Okay. All right, you're up. Um, Another one. The... The A side or B side of that same record, um, matter of time. He learned how to play piano to write this song. Yeah, I actually that was my one and John too. Our one and only interview with uh, Jill Vetter when she said that he she bought him um, a piano for his fiftieth birthday, and then he just went. He didn't use it for years, and he just went there, sat there, started writing, 
That's what he came up with. <laughs> Did you guys have this on that story? Is that true? Yeah. Oh, she told us. That's the first we've heard of it. No. <laughs> no, is it? I thought that was in our interview that we did with her. Maybe it was beforehand. John, do you remember that? I don't remember. I thought it was in there, but uh, I do have the song regardless. So, I don't. So do I. I don't have it either. Okay, it's got three. It's got three. Got three. Okay. It's alive. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five. Uh, at this point, I feel like maybe we just dump out. One, two. Unless somebody has, I got, I got four left, so sure. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll start at the top. Long nights. No. No. Yes. Oh. Long nights. It's got two. It's only two. Yeah. All right. Justin and John. All right. Next. Power of right. No. No. Okay, power of right is just one. Good and evil. I have that. I have it. I love that song, but I didn't take it. Okay, so that no. was three. Three. Okay. Scroll down. Justin. Brandon. Curtis. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Mills. Yes, I have that. No. Nope. Three. Okay. You got it too, Curtis. Yeah, I do. Cool. Right. He owes royalties to Ringo Starr for that. Because <laughs> he literally played on it. And last but not least, I'll be waiting. No. No. Nope. Okay. You're going to have us. We are going to have us a conversation here. All right. Randy? Um. How many people have Rosa Jericho? Come on. Yeah. What's that song? Nope. Nope. Ooh, two. Eesh. Okay. Um, end of the road. No. 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 Ew. Like that one, too. Uh, more than you know. No. Nope. And that's it. John? Uh, I had Goodbye. No. No. And Light Today. I have that. And I did take Out of Sand because I needed a 20th one and I really like that one. <laughs> See, I didn't want to get to the point where it's like, well, everybody ended up taking it anyway, so <laughs> now it's asked to go in. Because I would have fought for it if it was more than two. All right. And I mean, anything you have here could still, if you if you match with Curtis, Brandon could still be alive. So <laughs> whatever you got left. Uh, well, I have one that nobody else has either from the uh, Every Mother Counts CD skipping. Okay. I like that one, but I uh, didn't put it on there. Yeah, wasn't... Uh... Not on Spotify, so. Um, then I only had two other songs, Tender Mercies and Drive from Flag Day. Drive the R.E.M. song. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, I mean, I love that R.E.M. song. A but... little, little samey-samey, but like, 
I like it a lot. Um, Tulum. And, oh, it's a little bit. Uh, and I picked this little like sound vignette that he just did on this recent soundtrack, Cartography. Oh, a cool little good one too. Oh yeah, I was pretty impressed by that. I really like. By the way, I, I feel like I have to mention that Tulum is uh, basically the genesis of what Just Breathe would become. That makes perfect sense. I did <laughs> not know that. Yeah. Man, we picked almost like we covered almost every song. You know, a couple misses off of ukulele and a few off Earthland, but I think Hey Faka. <laughs> we did not get that one. Hey Faka. If, if I had gotten the if I'd gotten the final say, I was gonna pick it. <laughs> Regardless. And to that to that point, John, nobody got the final say because we got six. Right. Wow. So we got, ah so close. We got some converses. That's you, everybody, and we also have only three fours. So yep. So if we automatically put in those fours. Let me we do, still gotta argue. Yeah, let me do these fives. We got setting forth, far behind, hard sun, society, guaranteed, and brother of the cloud. Those are in the three fours. Are can't keep invincible. Try. Um, do we take all three of those and then just figure out what number ten is? Or start I'm, looking at threes. I'd say can't keep and try. Yes, invincible. Maybe needs to be part of a, a conversation. Any arguments? We agree. Can we agree that I think we're probably at our limit of into the wild songs? No, there are five on here. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. I want to. I, I specifically want to fight for one thing. That's a three, and that's without you because yeah. a. You know, can't keep. Yeah, it's from the ukulele uh, songs, but it's also everybody's like, well, that's a Pearl Jam song. Without you, that that album is like definitively love songs or heartbreak songs, and I think the without you is the strongest love song that's off that record. So I would like to, I would like to put in my. Uh, I'm I'm done with that. I think yeah, I think without you would be a good representation <laughs> on the on the list there. I'd, I'd fight for that one too. It's on my list, so you yeah. know. So it's, I mean, it's between me and Curtis. I, I, you know, I have no problems unless Curtis is like, no, nah, we can't have that. Then, uh, I mean, the song is like part of Randy's wedding. I'm going to fight against it here. Your wedding song got in, you jackass. This, this is, uh, where I get to say my gimmick. You can just knock me over with a feather. There that was is. a late scratch. Um, it's a little, it's kind of like, sparse and some of these songs are just i'm not in love with them because they're maybe like i get frustrated that they're ideas that aren't totally fleshed out but like just i got the lyrics pulled up this song is this song is hard like this is would be lyrically like right in the wheelhouse of pearl jam like his some of his better stuff so yeah that let's let's add that so right. Do we want to do? We're okay with can't keep and try as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm with yeah, yeah. I'm. Okay, I'm sure. going to hold on try. That's. I'm totally cool with that. All right. So now we we just got to talk about number ten. Um. So, being the only four remaining, Invi- invincible should be at the top of the list, but it does obviously doesn't have to be the one. Um. On if there's a three, anybody would like to fight for it. Now is the time. Thing matter of time. Um, interesting really would uh would be a nice addition think different than than everything else on the list if you're looking at it through the lens of like like what's a 
a good playlist and get a sense of what Ed can do. This, I mean, it's different than the other nine, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so were Randy and Brandon were the, the holdouts on that. We were. Um, I mean, it's it's the only reason I listen to it a lot, and you know, the only reason why I didn't take it is because it's so unlike anything, and and that's a good reason to take it as well. I just like, you know, it's very gospely and things like that, and it's just not a style that he really worked with a lot, and there was so much off of. Uh, earthlings that were kind of working out of his uh wheelhouse too you know one of the few songs that didn't get taken for this for this list is uh his picture and um like that's way out of his wheelhouse doing with delton john so um you know what like i i love invincible i i'd love to see it on the list but that's okay if it doesn't have it, there would only be two um yeah, they, I guess there would only be two Earthling songs on here, right? Brother of the Cloud and Try. Do mm-hmm. we want to um, think about in, Invincible instead of Try? No, I like no. Try. I feel like you need Try in there because the harmonica, it's just, it's just, that's yeah. a banger, man. Stevie Wonder. And that's part of something that you can explain about Earthlings, too, is that they just had this, like, extremely important cast of characters on there outside of like Chad Smith and Klinghoffer and, and Watt, I guess Watt's important too. So to, it's, to me to like round out the 10 with something different kind of leads the pack. Where are you at with this, Brandon? Which song is it again? Matter of time. Oh, that's the, the him playing piano, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you you had to say hi, but we all went with the other one. Um, yeah, as far as like different sort of songs, I think it it, it would fit in there well with all this other stuff, just because it's it's you know another representation of. Uh, what he's capable of by himself and undiluted. All right. So let's do that then. And then we'll get a final rundown here and then we'll crank up the heat. All right. So we got setting forth far behind hard sun society guaranteed brother, the cloud can't keep try without you and matter of time. Now, Randy of those 10, which one is the one? Oh, it's tough to have a real definitive answer on this. It really is. Um, You can go with, like, when I think Ed solo stuff, the first thing that comes to my head is that it's acoustic and it's very much just Ed. There's, like, no backing to him or anything like that. So I think it's easily for me society. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are you thinking, John? Uh, Setting forth. Hmm. All right. Brandon? Yeah, I think setting setting forth a hard sun are probably my contenders for leadoff. What do you think, Curtis? Um, I, hard sun and society are my one and one A. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> it's a three-way tie, shit. Getting into the weeds here. Uh 
my inc- my inclination is setting forth um because of tone setting I, you know it's the one that we let yeah. off with and it's it's already a track one it's a minute 37 uh so it's impossible to get bored like um it it does exactly what you hope it does it's an, it's enough pearl jam that you can go okay i can ease into this and it's just enough Eddie Vedder that you can go, okay, but it's not Pearl Jam. Um, and I'm also thinking of what's going to actually get Fredo to listen. If it's a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's a cop out for that. You know, like, you know what he's no, going to take. It, it, it's a song that like, it's a song that leaves you wanting more. It's like, it's the one that, that sets up everything else. And a moose bouche. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm, I want to fight for society a little bit because I just feel like that's a song that you just like. You're. You're. You. You. You get a like a vision into Edder's Edder and into <laughs> into Ed's soul, and like he really brings in that that last little bit, that last uh, verse coming in. You know the the solo is really cool too. It's like got a like a really nice campfirey vibe to it, and then the last part, you know. Uh, I don't want to sing it because I obviously can't, but like the whole line, I love that line when less is more than how you keep in score. Like that's like the big point in the song. It just gets really exciting. And the, you can't do that. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's got like a different vibe to it. It's very, you know, I I almost like that. It's not Pearl jammy and I kind of would rather have a representation that is less Pearl jammy than, than more. Did you sing it again? I really didn't get a feel for it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I mean, look, I'm, I'm with that idea too, Randy. Like the idea of you know, don't you know, get away from from a Pearl Jam sound for the song. I'm I'm with that too. Um, I'm just saying my inclination was setting forth. So. See, but how are you going to hook them right. if it's... I think you have a, a, a better chance to sort of set the tone with something that's a little bit more similar for what people expect from Solo Eddie Vedder with, you know, a setting forth or hard sun. And uh, then, you know, it goes off into the other stuff, you know, matter of time and you know, the ukulele stuff where it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's got some different stuff in there. If you like, you got to you gotta ease them into it. You got to have some uh, sugar with that medicine there. Mm-hmm. I think society is more in, like it's more closed in. I think setting forth is way more open and inviting and it, it really kind of soars and, and gets, it would get like a more, I think, casual listener more excited. Well, now I'm going to bring up this argument here because I think right in between the two of them is the other one that has been mentioned in here, and that's Hard Sun. And I think that Hard Sun definitely doesn't really sound like a Pearl Jam song, but definitely is very definitive Eddie Vedder and definitely soars. So I think I'd be more on for Hard Sun than I would be for Setting Forth. That I probably would have been my number two. Yeah, and I get that setting forth is like, you know, that, that, that brings you into the whole thing. I get that it's the lead off of the album and it really does its job. I'm not arguing that at all. I just think that like again, going back to it, it's like you want Eddie Vetter. You want him to hear how Eddie Vetter sounds and not how like 
Eddie Vedder would sound, Eddie, not how like Pearl Jam sounds, but it's just Eddie. You know what I mean? But I, I, let's, I don't, I'm not taking anything away from setting forth. I just think that harder, hard sun and society, I think, are a little bit better choices if you're just saying this is the Eddie Vedder sound. It's funny because sitting over here, like the arguments un- until this point, the arguments have been made for setting forth in society, but like quietly underneath all that, every last one of you has mentioned hard sun. So I think I think that says something about it. Like I said, that was his closer when I when I saw him. That was the one that like brought the house down it's when I when album. I saw him touring mm-hmm. on that record. And rightfully so. The song yeah. is sick. He sounds amazing on it. Like, yeah, it's bring the house down type of shit. So I you know I think Fred would be into it. Into it. <laughs> so I think that that I think that's our one. All right, let's uh, do that. Oh, phone. Why why you play with me tonight? Golly. Uh, and then you're playing the wrong song, too. There we go. All right. There we go. So that we've got our 10. Uh, Hard Sun is our one. Setting forth, far behind. Society, guaranteed. Brother LeCloud, can't keep, try, without you, and matter of time. Let's let Hard Sun get its moment in the sun. Randy, sing us out. (laughs) (laughs) Seal on the porch, letters. There we go. We have done it. They've done it. Uh, Six. We got six through, so that's cool. Um, Look. More and more people are jumping on board. I'm just saying you may want to get in now. If you want to play, I'm going to direct you here. Really? Now? Like, rather than before all the other ones I did, now you want me to get in? Yeah, get in now, man. Sign up for something. God. Uh, Go to... Can I do Eddie Vedder? Is that available? You should do Eddie Vedder. We'll get to it eventually. Um, we do that in a couple minutes. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Legionofstupid.com. You'll see podcasts up at the top. Scroll down to deprogrammed. Scroll down just a little bit. You'll see a sign up sheet. Get involved. Come play. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes you get uh, somebody who has been gargling broken glass twice in the same episode. Look at me go. I'm <laughs> stupid. Okay. <laughs> so you can do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash oh hi. Justin would be a great place for you to uh, help out financially if that is be something you'd be interested in would love to have you on board for that also you can come play in the discord uh all sorts of other great stuff we're a podcast of course you can subscribe rate comment all that stuff is supposedly helpful but the best thing you can do is to tell somebody that you listen to this podcast and uh let them know thank you very much and with that eddie vetter learn them and love them people we'll see you next week goodbye